walk, there's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of What's Your Point, the podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee Campbell. And if you just heard that, that was Anthony Fauci himself stating that masks don't work. In this episode, we're going to be diving into everything Dr. Fauci has said. I don't even want to call him doctor. He's not a real doctor. I'm not going to call him doctor. We're going to dive into the controversy right now, talking about the dogs and the lab testing and everything evolving around that. So the most recent news that we've heard about Dr. Fauci is the fact that he's been exposed for abusing dogs. Are we surprised? No. So along with experimenting with humans, he's also experimenting with dogs by infecting a total of 28 beagles in order for a research experiment. As a part of this research, the dogs were given an experimental treatment and then introduced to biting flies that carry a parasite known to be harmful to humans. So... They were locked in these boxes and essentially eaten to death by these flies. That is disgusting. And Dr. Fauci probably just sat there and watched while it was happening. The beagles were reportedly allowed to develop infections for about three months before they were then euthanized so that their blood could be collected for further testing. Word traveled fast around the internet and, you know, people found out very quickly. And at first, PETA themselves did not release a statement about it and people were pretty pissed off about that. But then finally, PETA's vice president spoke up and released a statement talking about how the deadly experiments on dogs are proof that Fauci's boss is stuck in the failed science of yesteryear. She continued on by saying he is spending billions of dollars on studies that include infecting and cutting up dogs, frightening monkeys, and addicting mice to cocaine that don't lead to cures or vaccines while humans die from Alzheimer's, HIV, cancer, multiple sclerosis, ALS, and other deadly ailments. She also called the study a waste of taxpayer funds, which I completely agree. Why are you spending our money on murdering dogs? Why are you abusing animals with taxpayers' money? So you're probably wondering why they were using beagles. And to be honest with you, they used beagles mainly because those are the most submissive types of dogs. And on top of that, according to this other article that I've been reading, they stated that the doctors would actually rip out the dog's vocal cords due to the dogs whining and barking. And they didn't want to listen to that while they were in the middle of torturing them. I have no words. I have no words at all to describe how that makes me feel. So after the photos were released, it was also reported that Fauci's NIH division shipped about $375,000 to a lab in Tunisia where these experiments were being held. So the photos that circulated around the internet show the drugged beagles with their heads locked in these mesh cages and inside the mesh cages were all of the hundreds of infected sand flies. And if you want, I'm warning you, these photos are graphic. You can go on Twitter and look them up and see, considering Twitter doesn't take down graphic images of animal abuse, but takes down my tweets and a bunch of other conservative tweets every day. Feel free to go look at the pictures because they are out there. And if you didn't think it got any worse than this, they were also locked in cages in the desert overnight for nine consecutive nights to use them as bait to attract more infectious sand flies. And there is also images of this as well. Now, I remember talking about this on TikTok Live not too long ago, and there were a bunch of liberals in the comments saying, where are you seeing this? This is fake. 
This is fake news. This isn't true. And I'm like, why are you trying to defend animal abuse? What in what world are you actually sitting here behind a phone screen telling me that these science experiments aren't happening? But just a reminder, again, this is where your taxpayer dollars are going to. So if you don't want your money going towards animal abuse, I suggest you sit down, research, and figure out who you are actually supporting on a daily basis. Because I can tell you right now, Dr. Fauci's not one of the people that you need to be donating to. He is not one of the people that you need to be supporting. He is not one of the people that you need to be backing up on social media because it makes you look stupid. You look dumb. So, of course, we haven't heard Dr. Fauci's name because of these dog experiments. He's actually been around for quite some time now, rewinding all the way back to 2016, even though COVID didn't pop up until 2019. So long before the COVID-19 virus hit America, or even the world in general, uh, Fauci spent his time overseeing COVID research grants at the Wuhan lab over in China, and he's also one of America's highest paid career doctors, and has directed the health agency that approved hundreds of thousands of dollars of federal funding for experiments on bat coronaviruses that occurred at the Wuhan lab for over half a decade. So, I mean, COVID's been around for a long time. Maybe this strand specifically has not, because as we know, viruses mutate, and that'll come in handy later on when we talk about this virus spreading around in general. But if you look on your Lysol wipes can, you will literally see that it has said COVID on there for like the past 10 years. COVID's not new news. It's old news. And, in, and now it's really old news. I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing about it. So way back in 2016, Fauci knew about COVID in general. They'd been researching it. They'd been testing it. They had known about it. Did they think it was going to explode the way that it did now? Maybe. Maybe that's a whole conspiracy theory we can dive into. Maybe this was their plan all along. But um, as we've seen recently in 2021, his emails got leaked and it pretty much exposed everything. If you spent time reading the emails like I did, I went in and I read as many as I could. He talks about knowing about it. He talks about masks. He talks about preventing the spread and blah, blah, blah. And this man knew about it the whole time. And this is what we've been telling you guys for the past year and a half. And we can provide proof and we can provide facts and we can provide sources to you. And for some reason, the left doesn't want to see it. So if you've went in and read some of the emails like I have, um, they clearly show that Fauci had direct knowledge as early as 2017 two years before the virus was even a thing, about the experiments being conducted in the Wuhan lab. Now, to rewind a year earlier, on July 15th of 2016, there's a specific email between Dr. Fauci and the vice director of the Wuhan lab, where the vice director was asking Fauci's office for help on how to figure out what kind of disinfectant they should use for their laboratory. Now, the Wuhan lab didn't know what disinfectants to use to clean their protective clothing or to clean the surface of the lab doors or, quote, how to disinfect infectious materials indoor. So that already implies that they had infectious diseases and, quote, materials inside this lab in the first place. Now, in March of 2020, one of Fauci's staff recalled the incident and brought it back up to colleagues in the office so that they could best discuss how to navigate the politics of it. Because they knew from the beginning that if these emails ever got leaked, politics was going to be the number one thing that was brought into it. And guess where we are today? It's brought into politics 
COVID was made a political issue. It was never about health. It was never about protecting your health. It's all about politics. It conveniently came around during election time, and it's all a part of the game that they play every four years. So on October 1st of 2017, there were more emails that were revealed talking about how Fauci knew that his health agency was funding research at the Wuhan lab geared towards enabling the COVID virus to infect human cells. So to dumb that down for you, they were conducting experiments with this disease to see how it would interact with human cells and to see how they could potentially infect human cells. The email confirmed that Fauci and the COVID researcher Peter DeSock have a personal relationship dating back as early as to 2017. The email goes on to say the virus originates in the same group of bats as SARS and emerges in the same place. It is not known to be zoonotic. We've tested 35 plus pig farm workers with an antibody and none are positive. The pig farm owners tell us the virus is now under control thanks to culling and separation of infected herds. It is not yet known if this virus has appeared elsewhere, but we are looking. And to top this all off, Fauci's own office was paying and funding all of this. On December 9th of 2019, there's an email that talks about how Peter DeSock, who's listed as the principal investigator on the grant from Fauci's agency to the Wuhan lab, and has received over $3.7 million for the COVID experiments and given over half a million of funding to the Wuhan lab to conduct testing and lab analysis of bat samples. Peter DeSock publicly boasted about conducting gain-of-function research, and on December 9th, days before COVID overtook China itself, and he stated you can manipulate them in the lab pretty easily, and he also noted that some coronaviruses can get into human cells in the lab. So with all of this historical background brought to light and Fauci's extensive knowledge on the NIH grant funding his office had authorized for the Wuhan lab, Fauci's conduct over the seven days from January 23rd to February 1st, when COVID-19 began spreading across America, warrants a lot of scrutiny. January 23rd of 2020 was the first full day that China quarantined the entire city of Wuhan and new emails released show that Fauci immediately wanted to know about the NIH funding to the Wuhan lab. Of course, he only cared about the money. He wanted to know where the money was going. He also wanted to know what the money was being used for. And he further states in another email dated Thursday, January 23rd of 2020, would you please confirm the exact nature of our support to the Wuhan lab? You'll want to read the Daily Mail article above. And the Daily Mail article was written talking about how Wuhan in China was going into quarantine. So January 31st of 2020 was the historic day that the left absolutely lost their shit because it was the day that President Trump issued a travel ban on China, which that was also a move that Fauci acknowledged helped save lives. But that same day, Fauci got an email from the NIH-sponsored scientist telling him that the virus looked potentially engineered and was inconsistent with the expectations from evolutionary theory. So like I said, from the beginning, they already knew that this virus wasn't matching up with what the news was reporting, what the doctors were reporting, what the scientists were reporting, and everything was just falling out of line behind the scenes. And this is something that us conservatives and us people on the right have been telling you from day one, and it's in these emails. I have had so many conversations with liberals and people on the left who are worshiping Dr. Fauci on their knees essentially praying to this guy that he's going to once and for all end COVID when in reality, 
this guy's not on your side. He doesn't care about your health. He's not going to help you. He was emailing back and forth with these people for years, talking about this virus that was engineered in a lab from day one. We've also been telling you this. So almost immediately after learning that this virus could have been quote unquote engineered, Fauci wanted to know more about the NIH's involvement in gain of function experiments on coronaviruses and the infamous Chinese bat woman. Remember her? She's the one that supposedly ate a bowl of bat soup and then boom, suddenly there's a pandemic in the world. And so Fauci emailed back and attached a 2015 study labeled SARS gain of function. After communicating back and forth for about a month, Fauci found out that not only did the NIH approve funding for the Wuhan lab, but his office had also directly provided funding to this doctor to conduct dangerous gain-of-function experiments on bat coronaviruses. Ultimately, the emails provided that the NIH was planning on providing the Wuhan lab with a total of $1.5 million in funding to continue its dangerous coronavirus experiments. Fauci directly oversaw $826,277 in funding, being sent to the Wuhan lab over a six-year period starting in 2014. And while all of this was happening, the NIH continued funding the Wuhan lab under complete control by Fauci, despite an entire list of obvious safety issues and scandals dating back to 2015. So getting closer to February 1st of 2020, Fauci was on the news almost daily insisting that COVID-19 did not come from a Wuhan lab, despite many of his leaked emails stating that it did. He also started sending the Trump administration a bunch of science that contradicted the lab leak theory immediately after it was released, and even went as far as to emailing an article that argued that COVID-19 originated naturally. On top of all of this, on February 1st of 2020, Fauci also met secretly with 11 prominent scientists from around the world, including the ones who had just told him that the virus was potentially engineered. Yet, nobody from the Trump administration was invited. Nobody was communicating this entire time with the Trump administration about what these emails were talking about, about what they thought about the virus. So it was up, it was up for grabs for anybody. Anything that people were saying on the news, people started believing. They told you that the virus was created from a bat. They told you the virus was created from a woman eating soup. Like, and it was just believable at the time. To be fair, though, when I heard about this theory, I immediately was like, "Mm -mm, that's not true. By the end of this secret meeting that Fauci held, multiple influential scientists were convinced to adopt Dr. Fauci's view that the virus had not been leaked from the Wuhan lab. And they were manipulated into participating in a relentless campaign to steer media coverage and control the flow of information away from the idea that the virus could have been engineered in a Wuhan lab. With Fauci being at the top, anything he said, these scientists were just convinced he was right. For whatever reason, I don't know what makes this man so convincing. Literally look at him. During a White House press conference on April 17th of 2020, Fauci was actually asked by a reporter whether he could address the concerns that the virus was possibly made in a laboratory, and this would have been the perfect opportunity for Fauci to tell the American people that he knew since January 31st that the virus had potentially been engineered, according to his emails, but instead of implying that it had maybe possibly been engineered in a lab, instead of telling the truth to the American people, he decided to reference a study that claimed that COVID-19 was not a laboratory construct, and he didn't even disclose to the public that he was involved in drafting this publication. He continued to share this study with a bunch of news organizations, and that's why this spread so quickly. 
Because as soon as one news outlet comes out with a story, 10 other news outlets hop right on and start spreading the same false information. And that's exactly how we get where we are today. This right here goes to show that this man created this fabrication of an article himself claimed that it was some scientific study and used it as a reference and convinced the entire world for a short, very, very, very short period of time that it was not created in a lab. But then people like us started hopping on the research trend of actually studying what's going on and realizing that this was one of the stupidest theories somebody could have ever come up with. This is about the same time that this army of fact checkers started popping up around everywhere because I guarantee like two, three, four, five years ago, I'd never heard of a fact checker. How do you even get qualified to be one? Who are these people and what qualifies them to decide what's a fact and what's not? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. But as soon as these fact checker websites and fact checkers started popping up, Instantly, if you said something about COVID that didn't align with what Dr. Fauci was saying, you were, you were called a conspiracy theorist, you were debunked on Facebook, you were literally censored and taken down if you had any other opinion on what COVID was or where it came from. So in my opinion, the month of February is when shit really hit the fan, to be honest with you. I've got a list of quotes in front of me from different days only days apart in the month of February of 2020, where Fauci openly contradicts himself, starting with February 7th, where he talks about where the virus came from. He's talking about how after much experimenting, it went from a bat to a cat to a human. That sounds like a freaking Dr. Seuss book, first of all. He says there's all kinds of conspiracy theories, as you know, going around on the internet with social media about deliberate or accidental release, etc., etc. And only two days later, on February 9th, he met with the former U.S. House Speaker, where he was stated saying, well, I think ultimately we know that these things come from an animal reservoir. I've heard these conspiracy theories, and like all conspiracy theories, Newt, they are just conspiracy theories. On February 17th of 2020, he talks about the danger of the coronavirus and how it was just minuscule, but that Americans should be worried about the real and present danger of the seasonal flu. On February 29th of 2020, he states, right now, at this moment, there is no need to change anything that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Right now, the risk is still low. And then on March 9th of 2020, he states, if you are a healthy young person, there is no reason to worry. If you want to go on a cruise ship, go on a cruise ship. The sole irresponsibility of the fact that Fauci was very educated and informed on how COVID was working and where it came from really had some real-world consequences. There was a study that was found that if China had been more transparent with the world about how dangerous COVID-19 was, and if they had just quarantined Wuhan, China, three weeks earlier, the number of people infected with the virus would have been reduced by 95%. More importantly, if Fauci had actually come clean and told President Trump the truth in January when he found out about it, the government's response could have been way different. The White House would have been fully aware before a single American had died from this virus that it was likely manipulated by the Chinese this whole time, and therefore it was extremely dangerous. At the very least, the American taxpayer dollars could have at least stopped flowing into the Wuhan lab, which continued to happen, by the way, until April of 2020. They just continued receiving funding for no reason. But because Fauci intentionally left out 
the little piece of information that he had that the Wuhan lab could have been the source of the virus, this was probably because there would have been an investigation into the lab itself and it would have gotten him in trouble. Senator Rand Paul is one of the guys who actually ended up calling him out and he filed a criminal referral against Fauci himself. Senator Paul claims Fauci lied to Congress when Fauci said under oath in May of 2020, stating that NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab. Fauci responded to Senator Paul by saying, I have never lied, certainly not before Congress, case closed. But this case is wide open, and there's over half a decade of evidence that appears to contradict every single one of Fauci's claims. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. If you don't already, go follow my Instagram account at the Kaylee Campbell, and make sure you follow the podcast Instagram at What's Your Point Pod. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, give it a five-star rating. And if you're listening on YouTube, make sure to give this video a thumbs up and hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you get notifications every single time I post a new episode.